Across the Board Sports is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Daily prop bets for all kinds of sports where thousands of dollars are up for grabs every single day. Want free money? Use the code ATB at sign up for a free $10. Download the free app in the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. And don't forget, use the code ATB at sign up for a free $10. Across the Board Sports. Unique sports coverage. Hey, one play at a time, huh? Play for each other. Love y'all. Hey, enjoy it today. Control the emotion. It's going to be live. But we're going to make it even live. Here we go. Win on three. One, two, three. Win. Baby, need some shoes. Let's go, boys. Game now. Game. Three, two. We got one goal. Let's f***ing win. You shoot. I shoot with you. Here we go. Win on three. One, two, three. Win. the Bills on the eve of the NFL season opening week, week one. We're coming off a fantastic Thursday night game between the Chiefs and Texans as the Super Bowl defending Chiefs march their way to a possible second title, which ain't going to happen. But nonetheless, uh, myself, Padgy, and Steffi are here to bring you all the news and notes and opinions on all things Buffalo Bills. And we're going to kick off the show, episode 10, with the 53-man roster as the rosters needed to be cut down this past week by 4 p.m. And the Buffalo Bills have got their roster down to the 53 players. And with the new COVID-19 rules and regulations within the NFL, it it added a lot of interesting details. Uh, 35 total players from the roster last year are returning that that they add 18 new players of the 35 players returning 18 return to the offense 15 return to the defense and of course the two specialists return and then seven of those returning offensive offensive players are the offensive line now we all know that unfortunately uh John Feliciano the guard the starting guard from last year he was placed on injured reserve to start the season. So only four of the five returning linemen are going to be on the active roster. But with the COVID-19 rules and regulations, Feliciano can be on to the IR only for three, for a minimum of three games. So it basically gives you three weeks to heal up, recover from whatever injury you're ha- you're happening and go and go on. So it's the thing of the interesting fact of the offensive line has been such a factor for this this team to finally have established an offensive line and have most of that offensive line returning from starting a year ago is a solid is a very solid thing now of course Josh Allen is the beneficiary of this same thing with the running game is to have a consistency among that offensive line. And you know yourself, being a Bills fan like you are, you've seen 
that we've had bad offensive lines and and have had many offensive lines where it's like uh, on a week to week basis we're like switching play people around. Just absolutely brutal. And I, I going into this season, I found it so reassuring that we kept on our previous O line. So I'm like really interested to see how that's going to all pan out tomorrow. Um, but I'm a big fan of consistency and seeing that and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, a lot of, a lot of new faces on this team, okay? Because you, you have a, a good amount of people returning, but the additions to this team are are the benefit are the major points right here. You have Tyler Bass who got drafted in the draft repa- replacing Stephen Hauschka, which it's been reported that uh because he was kicking field goals from like fifty yards out and twenty mile per hour wind is is the is the reason that they decided to go with Bass over Hauschka. Yeah. J- for the first time under the Sean McDermott regime, they're carrying three three quarterbacks. Now, I'm not, and I think that's that's more low. That's more inside with the COVID nineteen situation. Just in case of if Josh Allen, God forbid, or Matt Barkley test positive for COVID, you at least have Jake Fromm to come in and step in. Yeah, you, you have you have a true. Number one wide receiver and Stefan Diggs this season. You have an, another. You have a solid pairing in the running back in the running back position with Singletary and Zach Moss, and then you have the you have linebacker. You have some linebacker depth, but it's not the best linebacker depth. As far as the defense, that's really the only weakness that they have is the linebacker depth, and of course them. Of course. The Jets, I don't know what the Jets were thinking, releasing Brian Winters when their offensive line is not that wasn't that good to begin with. The Bills picking up Brian Winters and he's essentially slipped into that spot where Feliciano was. And then, of course, you look at the defensive line bringing in uh, drafting AJ Epinesa, you bring in Vernon Butler, you bring in Mario Mario Addison. Like the Bills' pass rush is going to be a lot thicker this year and uh, and cause a lot more damage for the secondary. And that's the thing it, we've seen in years past with a lot of teams. If you can get a pass rush, your secondary benefits. Now, yeah. It's just the thing of how how much of an impact is Addison and Epinesa is going to have along with Jerry Hughes and um, the other guys. I don't know, but it's the thing is, is they've built the defense the way that they've built it. And hopefully the pass rush has improved this year to give you a benefit, an extra benefit with the secondary, especially with some of the teams that you're playing this season. Because we all know we're getting to play the Chiefs and they got Tyreek Hill. Oh, let's not worry about that right now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I, like I said, I, 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 yeah, I watched, I watched, the, I watched the highlights of Thursday night and I watched mm-hmm, the highlights. Me too. And because I didn't watch the game because I was busy doing some other stuff. 
But I watched uh-huh. the highlights and just seeing the passing attack from the Chiefs, I'm just like, oh boy. Honestly, I think the highlight was Andy Reid's mask. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the that was the big that was the big that was the big to do. Yeah, that was the big to do like on social media. Um, was Andy Reid's mask like fogging up on him? But my understanding is they let fans. They were able to let. Uh yes, there was 16,000 fans. 16, fans in the stadium. Um, yeah, I believe. I believe the Browns are. I believe the Browns are allowing fans into their stadium for certain games as well. The Dolphins, right? Or yeah, I-, I believe it was the Dolphins, and it was the one other game. They were trying for the home opener, but there was no there was no guarantee. Okay, I know there were two. Um, as far as other teams, I don't know. I haven't heard yeah. anything. I know. Unfortunately, with now, I don't know if you've seen it being living in Boston and everything. The the numbers for COVID-19 have kind of increased in Buffalo in the Western New York area, mainly because the colleges restarted are yeah. back in session. So I so had the had the colleges had the number not bounced up to what it was, because I believe at one point it was like point zero three or something like that it was close to like being zero and then it's now up to like a 2.6 like had the had like the increase had not happened there might be there might have been an opportunity to have bills fans in the stadium for the home opener would you have gone um me personally yeah i would have gone like if i would have if they would have a lot of fans if they would have allowed fans, I I would have tried. I would have at least I would have bought a ticket for like the three, like the higher up section that are like sixty bucks, and I would have gone. Because well, I'm curious, like the pricing and how. Yeah, that that's what I was curious about too. Like I structure is. Yeah, I don't know how the what the structure is going to be like, especially with with the situation and everything. But continuing on with the roster, the NFL Network. Uh, analysts, expert Cynthia Freeland, she projected the Bills to she projected the Bills at winning nine point four games this season. There's been a um, there's been a lot of talk where the Bill that a lot of people are thinking the Bills are going to go nine seven ten and six. There's some people that have projected them as high as twelve and four. It. The thing is, is you also have to look at Josh Allen. And I think that I think the win projections start with him. Like people are looking at the fact that he, to be honest, he wasn't very good last season. He was last in every statistical category as far as as far as quarterbacks with a minimum of 25 starts. And. Granted, I love Josh Allen. I love I love the person he is. He he's he's the franchise. To me, he's the franchise guy. He's the franchise quarterback for the next ten years at at best. But it's now going into year three and him having a true blue number one wide receiver and stuff on Diggs. To an extent, I I'm kind of in the same light of put up or shut up because. We, I don't want, I don't want a quarterback being last in the league in in yards per game. 
or touchdown throws or or whatever. If if Josh Allen could have a season where he's got twenty five to thirty touchdowns with like seven to ten rushing, I'm happy. Yeah, and I'm looking at it here, Cynthia Freeland. She used like some kind of mathematical model. Yeah, like some kind of algorithm. So I don't know. There's just a lot of factors that go into it, and. A lot of the times, experts can be wrong. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but um, I was looking at the spread. Yeah. And it goes by 6.5. Yeah. Um, so the... how do we feel about that? <sighs> I honestly, when I saw the spread, I thought it was a little high. Yeah. Because the Jets, while they don't have Jamal Adams in the secondary... You still have CJ Mosley and uh, he's actually out. He yeah, yeah, I know. He you still had he, you still had CJ Mosley up until he decided to opt out, which then yeah. when he opted out, I was like, oh good. Well, this is going to go swimmingly for the Bills because everybody remembers last year that Jets defense had them bo- had the Bills on on pins and needles until oh, CJ okay. Mosley went down. CJ Mosley got hurt and it was like the Jets defense became something completely different. So, it's going to be interesting to see what they do and of course with the, we bring up the COVID-19 situation and everything um the NFL has decided to increase the the numbers of players that you can have on the practice squad. Uh, it was originally at 10 and they changed it to 12. And then now because of COVID-19, it's been increased up to 16, but only for this season. So come next year, it's going back to, it's going back to, I believe the 10 or 12 or whatever. Um, a lot of guys that are on the practice squad are guys that can come in and, and give you, give you backups. Now with, it's with Christian Wade being on the practice squad. He's part of the NFL's international player pathway program. So he's kind of roster exempt, but it's the second year that he's been on the practice squad and he can't. And due to that, he cannot be alleviated to the active roster at any point. So hopefully come next year, Christian Wade finally gets a shot to actually be on the active roster. Because I know he's a fan favorite. He is a fan favorite. He he absolutely is a fan favorite. Now look, yeah. uh, now looking at the complete roster for the Bills. Like I said, it was it's the first year that under Sean McDermott that the Bills are having three quarterbacks. So you've Josh Allen, Matt Barkley, and Jake Fromm. They decided they decided they they decided to let uh David. Uh, they decided to cut Davis Webb, and I wouldn't be surprised. I I wouldn't have been surprised if they had put him. I wouldn't have been surprised if they put him on the practice squad, which, which they did. It gives you it gives you it, it gives you an emergency backup just in case you decide that he might be prefer, preferred over Jake Fromm at some point. Now with the running back positions, you have David. Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, TJ Yeldon, Taiwan Jones returns, and then the the surprising thing in Reggie Gillum. Reggie Gillum making the team because they just they they put uh DeMarco on IR. This opened the door for Gillum to make make his 
present don't. And from all reports from training camp, he he impressed a lot of people. That's primarily why he made the he made the roster. Um, moving on to the tight ends, you have Dawson Knox, Tyler Croft, Lee Smith. No surprises there. Um, honestly, I I still like Jason Kroom because I felt like he he had a little he had a little bit of a showing out party back at the back end of 2017. But I think his his problem was the injuries. He was he couldn't stay healthy. He couldn't stay healthy. Um, the wide receivers, you have Stefan Diggs, John Brown, Cole Beasley, the rookies, Gabriel Davis, Isaiah Hodgins, and and mixing up with Isaiah McKenzie. Now, Isaiah Hodgins has been moved to the IR, which which allowed them to bring back Andre Roberts. Um, because Isaiah Hodgins, I believe, had to have he's gotta have a so- shoulder procedure done. Now with like going up to the wide receiver like position and everything before we get into the offensive line, were there any like surprises for you or you were kind of just expect like what what they went with you expected? Um it was all there were no surprises. Um far from what I can tell. Um I yeah, I was I was happy with what uh was set. Still. Yeah. Now, moving on to the offensive line, you have Deion Dawkins, who they just who they just signed to an extension. You have Quentin Spain, Mitch Mortz, John Feliciano, of course, returns, but he's on IR for right now. Cody Ford, you have Ty Nishi, you have Brian Winters, you have Daryl Williams, Ryan Bates, Ike Bodinger, and then you have a lot of these guys that went down to the practice squad as well. And this is the thing is the fact that they're carrying 10 offensive linemen is just, it's crazy. Espe- especially with the returning five. Now, I know with John Feliciano, Brian Winters and Daryl Williams are probably sliding in that spot or rotating or whatever it may be. But to have that consistency on the offensive line is something that you you need in the NFL. And for the Bills to finally have a consistent offense, starting five off. Starting five offensive events line for this for two years in a row is surprising to me because I'm not used to it. We're not used to these things. We're not used to having nice things. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> this is going to be a interesting season. Yeah, to uh, say the least. Absolutely. Now with hopefully the, all good things. Oh, absolutely. Now with the defensive line, you have Ed Oliver, Vernon Butler, Harrison Phillips returns from injury. Quentin Jefferson, they signed uh, in free agency. Jerry Hughes, Trent Murphy, Mario Addison signed in free agency. AJ Epizessa, number one over a pick, and Daryl Johnson. Now, uh, Star Latulale decided to opt out of opt out of the season due to COVID nineteen, which that opens the door. That opens the door for Quentin Jefferson and and Daryl Johnson. If Star Latulale was still part of this. I, one of them two guys don't make the don't make this team. Uh, with the linebackers, and this is the this is the this is the like if you really want to focus on a weak point of the defense, this is kind of the weak point. Yes, you have Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano. You you bring in you bring in AJ Klein from Carolina, who knows who knows McDermott's system is a very is a very good very good linebacker. 
But then you have Tyler Mankiewicz, Tyler Tyrell Dotson, and then the, the surprise is Delshawn Phillips. Um, Delshawn Phillips was the huge surprise for everybody. Uh, he's a second year pro. He spent most of the year last year on the practice squad, mm-hmm. and he basically they're basically looking at him to be like Matt Milano's understudy. So. Uh, Andre, they did, they did get, uh, they did trade for Andre Smith from the Panthers for like, uh, for like a, a draft pick or something because we all, we all know how Brian Bean works. He likes to trade, trade, trade multitudes of draft picks for, for talent. And it's just, if Edmonds or Milano get hurt, like seriously, Yes, a, I believe AJ Klein can hold the role, but um, you're hurt. You you your backups, your 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 reserves as far as the linebacker position don't really. They scare me. They scare me because they're unproven. Like Matikavich is a big. He's a big. He's a big uh, performer, like special teams wise, but. Could he could he slide into that middle linebacker position and and quarterback that defense? Absolutely not. So it, it's interesting. The other interesting thing is the the secondary is we, we know over the last the last few seasons we've had the Bills have had issues with injuries in the secondary. You you have Tre'Davious White who you just resigned to the extension. You brought in Josh Norman. You have Levi Wallace. You have Taron Johnson. You have Saran Sarandio, who move who moves over from safety to cor- cornerback. Yes, you got guys that are on the you a lot. The three, two of the three cornerbacks that they decided to cut are on the practice squad in Dane Jackson and Cam Lewis. So you have somebody that can step up if there's an injury, but. The secondary, the secondary has depth issues as well because, yes, you'll have Tre'Davious White. We're hoping Josh Norman can return to a semblance of his 2015 form, being back in Sean McDermott's four three defense. And then, of course, you have Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, and Jaquan Johnson. Who Jaquan, Jaquan Johnson was a surprise, but also they. They ended up bringing back Dean Marlowe as well because I believe there was another in person that was placed on like the IR that allowed them to bring back Dean Marlowe. So you you have you have safety nets at least. So while they don't have the the best depth in the world as far as the secondary, it's not great either. So if like you you have a major injury, you might be hurting. This is why pray to the football gods that Tremaine Edmonds and and. Tredavious White do not get hurt in any way, shape, or form. Because then we in trouble. But as looking the overall looking at the overall roster, I like the way the roster's built. It, it's got a lot of it's got a lot of it's a little bit different from past the past two seasons. And like I said, the pass rush, the pass rush seems to, is gonna get a boost because of Mario Addison. Because of the way, because of the way he pass rushes, so it, it's it's going to be interesting. Plus, with I I went back and watched 
the wild card game from the Texans. Don't know why. I don't know why yet. I just did. And I was watching the defense. Um, do you think this year McDermott and Leslie Frazier with the additions to the pass rush get try to get a little bit more creative with blitzes? Yeah, I watched the, the, the playoff game and the defensive play calling was different from two halves. In the first half, it seemed like they were playing a little bit more like man zone type with the, with the QB spy. And then in the second half, they went to a strictly like layoff zone type defense. And I think that's what hurt them. So with the additions of like Mario Addison, and AJ Epinesa to the pass rush, do you think the Bills get a little bit more creative with their defensive play con? Yeah, definitely. Um, based on my research, there's a lot of um, versatility there. Um, a lot of um, things are gonna. There will be able to um, change up the, the the roles within the matchups. Um, so it'll be exciting to see that. <laughs> All right. Um. Absolutely. Now, with, of course, with COVID-19 and the situation, there are a lot of teams in the NFL that are going to be playing tomorrow with no fans. The Bills being one of them. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure around Buffalo, New York, there are going to be a lot of Bills, Bills parties going on and whatnot. For everybody out there, stay safe. Follow the rules. Also, don't go to the stadium because you will get arrested. Yes. Do not go to the stadium. retweeted that yeah. somewhere. Do not go to the state. <laughs> do not go to the stadium at don't all. Like do it. <laughs> um from what I from what I understand is they are going to the the Erie County sheriffs and the local police in Orchard Park are going to have like the are going to have the front of the stadium blocked off like they usually do on a game day. Um, the roads around there, so twenty like the roads around there are going to be open, but like the front the front part of Bill Stadium is going to be blocked off from traffic. Um, the parking lots are going to be closed, so do not go down there, people. It's not like it's it's not like the ballpark in it's not like it's not like the ballpark in Buffalo in downtown Buffalo where you can go there are spots around where you can go and sit and kind of catch glimpses of of Major League Baseball being played. No, if you go to the stadium, they will arrest you because you're trespassing. Yeah. Where whereas whereas like the ballpark. The ballpark here in Buffalo and Salem Field, there's certain areas that are that aren't owned by the Bisons that people can stand in and look look down on the stadium at. Now, what I love, what I love to go, what I love to go down there and like find a spot somewhere where I could like see. There's no spot you can't look if you've ever been to if you've ever been to Bill Stadium. There's no way you can look into the stadium and see football being played. It's yeah. the, the it's too far. There's no way. So 
But I guarantee there's going to be some idiot that that's going to go down there and get arrested. I guarantee hey, it. Um, not to switch gears here, but we had talked about on our last podcast um, the naming rights. Yes. Have you heard anything? I have not heard anything right I now. Seen anything. I haven't seen anything right now. It's Bill Stadium. It, yes. It's Bill Stadium um, because that that's that's what it is. It's just Bill Stadium. Um, that's what that's what it is in EA 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 Madden twenty one, <clears throat> which segue real quick. Oh yeah. Uh, tomorrow morning at nine a.m. I will be going live on my Twitch channel, uh, Twitch.tv, the Ganchise eighty three, for the next. 16 weeks, 17 weeks or however long, every Sunday morning from night from about night at 9 a.m. I'm going to be playing the week weekly franchise of the Bills in Mad in Madden form. Like full 15 minute quarters, full rock full roster. It might not be the Bills roster. It might not be the Bills roster that you know that is in real life. Because <laughs> Madden has updated things and gave ratings and I, I I haven't decided if I I just I haven't decided if I if I want to put Earl Thomas on the Bills yet, but there there might be some different players than what than what you know of the Bills roster because it's video games. It's not real. It's just for fun. It's not official, yeah. It's not official <laughs> at all. Um, yeah. The I I I went. Uh, we they updated the they updated the free agency and and teams and everything. And I was like looking at it. I'm like, oh, so you're what you're saying is I can have Earl Thomas play my like sa- safety linebacker position and destroy people. All right, cool. My sounds like a plan. Yeah, but I, I'll post. I'll post a link on social media. Um, I'll yeah. send it to stuff. She'll post it to the Twitter and every and all and all that fun jazz. But yeah, I figured it was something fun to do. And also starting. Um, not tomorrow, but next week, Sunday, uh, depending on, depending on Steph's schedule, uh, we will be doing a half hour post game show to discuss the game. I'm not, there, there's too much other post game stuff out there. I'm like, there's no reason for us to go more than like a half hour, maybe 45 minutes. Um, also the next episode is we start a brand new segment of Bills of Bills Mafia. So a member of the Bills Mafia in Twinterland will join the show for at least a segment. That's uh who the guest is? I don't know. You'll have to go to the Twitter to find out. So it's in the work. Yeah. It's in the work for the first guest. I for the first person. I have um just in case Steph Steph does not get someone for next week, I I, I already have someone as a backup plan. Oh, good. So, <laughs> no li- pressure. Yeah, no pressure. I will always have a backup. Pl- I will always have a backup plan, just in case you don't get anyone. We're a good team. Yeah, just in case you don't find anyone, I will always have a backup plan uh, for as far as that segment goes. Sweet. Now, going into. The overall season now with we know what the roster looks like. Uh, we know who who the starters and everything going to be. All all it is is now looking at the AFC East in general. Now, 
of course, we know the Patriots have Cam Newton. It's not been... It's not been officially announced that he's the starter, but we all know he's going to be the starter. Down in Miami, Miami, uh, they let go Josh Rosen. For all intents and purposes, you're going to have Ryan Fitzpatrick as a starter there. Tua is going to be is going to be the guy I, on the bench learning. I don't expect uh, if if anything, I expect the Dolphins to have pretty much have Tua pretty much sit for at least the half of the half of the season and learn, and then in the second half of the season, that's when you're going to see Tua being the starting quarterback and learning and seeing what they have with him. Now, as far as the Jets, you have Sam Darnold, you have Le'Veon Bell, but Adam Gase is still the head coach. So I'm not really worried about the Jets. Like, I'm not really worried about it. Um, so I read somewhere that 90 95% of experts and analysts picked the Bills to win tomorrow. So the pressure is yeah. definitely on. Well, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people think the Bills are just gonna roll, like just roll over the Jets and be, and call it a day. Now, the interesting thing is, is I have the Bills winning the 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 division. I have the Bills winning the AFC East with the, but I'm also concerned of the Patriots because being a Carolina Panthers fan as well and living and seeing Cam Newton, if Cam Newton is healthy and he, that foot and shoulder is completely good. The Patriots might be a little, they might not, they might not be the thorn in the side that they were when Tom Brady was there, but they're still going to be a thorn in our side. Um, because the thing with the Patriots is, yes, they still have the defense, but I believe four people from that defense last season are not playing this year. Um, they've either been traded, they either got, they either left or opted or opted out because a good amount of Patriots opted out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're playing tomorrow at Gillette against the Dolphins. So I'll definitely be monitoring that. I get a lot of Boston sports news anyway. So yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'll be monitoring your beloved Cam Newton or you know what? To be honest, to be honest, to be honest, I, I, I didn't like off topic. It was, I, I honestly saw Cam Newton leaving Carolina I just didn't see him leaving the way that it happened. Mm. And I think the way that I think the reason that it happened the way that it is, is Matt rule came in and want Matt rule. The Matt rule type of offense isn't the, isn't the kind of offense Cam Newton runs. He Cam Newton, the, the offense that he's going to be running with Josh McDaniels in new England. That's what he run. That's what he likes to run. And the fact, the fact, what, what I find hilariously funny, though, is now in New England, you have a quarterback that actually knows that system and, and has played in it for years. And the guy that was the QB that's the GOAT is down in, in Tampa Bay with more talent that that man has more talent than that man has had in the past five seasons. 
because I'm just happy he's out of our conference. Well, yeah, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people are. But I saw, I saw somewhere some I one of the one of the forums that I'm on. Mm-hmm. They made a Super Bowl prediction of the Buccaneers versus the Bills in the Super Bowl, and the amount of hatred that this guy got. <laughs> for stating such a thing from Bills fans that are in this forum. They're like, why would you do this to us? Why? Why? Why would you do this? If we won, that would be like the ultimate revenge. That that would be... Just saying. (sighs) Oh my god. Against Gronk, too. Oh yeah. Like, like when I I read it, I didn't comment on it, but I I read like the comments and the... And the shady, random. And the run. (laughs) But it was like, all right, so the Bucks and Bills in the Super Bowl, you have Brady, LaShawn McCoy, which I have nothing bad about McCoy. Yeah. It's just I, I, McCoy's time McCoy's time in Buffalo just came to an end. That's, yeah. that's what it was. No hard feelings. No. And, but I'm like, you have Brady, Gronk, you have Brady and Gronk. I'm like, as much as I would like to see certain players on the Buccaneers, like, experience that because they, they've been rebuilding over the past few seasons. Yo, that, like you said, that's the ultimate, that's the ultimate revenge is to, is to prevent Brady from winning, winning a seventh title. But I was like, when I saw that kid post, I was like, what, why, 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 why do you, why? I, I figured he was a new England fan that was just like better about Brady leaving. But yeah. Also, um, like I said, talk. We have the schedule. The Bills' schedule. We've gone over and everything. We're facing. A, we're facing. There, the Bills are no longer a surprise. The Bills are. They know this. Uh, but if you hear interviews, they're still. They're going to play like they're the underdogs. They're still. They're still keeping that underdog mentality. Yep. Looking, looking elsewhere around the league. It, it's going to be interesting because with them not having a preseason, it, you're. It's going to be interesting because, like we saw Thursday night, like I, I like I said, I didn't watch the game. I saw highlights. To a degree, it seemed like some players just weren't in full gear yet. It, it was like. It was like some players just weren't in full gear yet. And yeah, I mean, with not having a preseason, yeah. you might see that. It might it it might take it might take two or three weeks for teams to truly get into the groove of things. Because because now start now you're facing other teams. You're facing other players. You're not in a practice facility put tackling and playing each other. You're playing, you're playing other teams. So it's going to be interesting, especially tomorrow. And like, I've honestly thought about looking into NFL, like Sunday ticket, just, just to see other games. Like sit here, sit here with like the bills, the bills game. And like sit here with the bills game on like the biggest view, but then have like six or seven other games in like small view, just like watch, like, Catching it on, like a red zone situation. Yeah, yeah. red zone channel. Yeah, 
like the red, like the NFL red zone, which I think I have. I have to look into so, that. So, my question is: there are no fans in the stadium. Will there be? Will that impact false starts? Those situational um, penalties where crowd noise can play a factor. <laughs> it's it's gonna, just gonna be a different vibe. Yeah, like I don't, because I don't know. I don't know if the I don't know if the NFL said they're pumping in fan fan noise. I don't. I never. I didn't see anything. Yeah. So, but considering that in the XFL you saw you you occasionally saw a false start, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting because I feel like more. I don't think there's going to be off starts or or false starts. I think there's going to be more encroachment calls than anything. Yeah. Because you're going to have defensive line players trying to time quarterback snaps. So I hope Josh Allen has been watching a lot of film with Peyton Manning. Like that's my, that's my hope because Peyton Manning used to draw a defensive lineman off like crazy, man. But I, I feel like you're going to get more offsides and encroachment penalties than false starts because you're going to have defensive linemen trying to time that snap almost to the like perfect half second after the quarterback yells hike or whatever he chooses to say. That's the word for hike to try to get it to try to get the advantage on whatever offensive lineman they're facing. Like, that's my thing. I don't think you're going to see a lot of false starts. I think it's going to be a lot of offsides and encroachment calls. Yeah. But I believe the false starts are going to be down, too. Like, I'm not saying they're they're going to be eliminated completely. I think you're going to see one, maybe two a game, depending, depending because somebody's just going to move early. But I don't think you're going to get five, six, seven of them in a game. I think you're going to get more, you're going to get more encroachment and offside points. And the other, the other factor is with the, is with the no crowd is now you get to hear all the smack talk from everybody (laughs) because we all know, we all, yeah, like we, we, we all saw what happened with the XFL. All right. Oh my god. We god. all saw what happened with the F- XFL. Oh, yeah, <laughs> all right. Like we saw what the hell happened. and granted that was the pre- that was the presentation that the XFL gave you and everything. Like it's going to yeah. be I I think it's going to be a little different with the NFL, but nonetheless, you're still going to have a hot mic down there. You're still going to have you still have your field mics and everything. You're still you're going to catch things. You're going to catch words, you're going to catch emotions. So don't be, don't be, don't just remember it. It It's a game. It's entertainment. It's fun. And these guys will let, will let words slip. Like everything. So it, it's going to happen. The interesting thing with it is, is what kind of impacts that is the season going to have on fantasy football as well? Is because we all we all know fantasy football is this big, 
conglomerate. Everybody has, everybody does it every year and everything. I saw a lot. I saw a lot of drafts. Like I seen drafts, just drafts being done differently than in years past because certain players opting out, um, certain players being injured and being IR, not starting right away. Uh, certain play, certain players going at in rounds that they should have that in years past they would never have gone before. It, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that because the thing is, is with COVID nineteen, is we see it in ba- you see it in baseball, and you see it in baseball because players are wearing face masks and everything. You don't really see it in basketball. You haven't really seen it in basketball because they're all in a bubble or whatever. But the difference at the NFL, they're not all in a bubble. They're going to be traveling to each other's cities and everything. And it's going to be interesting to see if the players are wearing face masks under the helmet. Which just to kind of as another layer of protection, so to speak. Because... God forbid we we don't want a Miami Marlins incident where like all of a sudden there's a report from a team that like 14 players have tested positive and they've just played your team three days before. It's the COVID-19 situation has affected all sports, but uh, I was listening to ESPN radio the other day and they're discussing it. And with all the rules and steps and everything that they were the woman that was on said the NFL it has is probably the one sport that has is enabled to to handle it the right way because they they've done the they've done the they've extended the uh practice squad if, if someone tests positive you can bring somebody up the IR has changed where you could play somebody on IR for three games. It, like say they got a high sprained ankle, they're going to be out two weeks. All right, you place them on IR, you bring somebody up from your practice squad. Uh, God forbid, a star quarterback test positive for COVID. You're you're going to be able to bring somebody else up. It, it's it's just going to be interesting because when I say like all these teams are traveling to all these cities. You have you still have hotspots in the country. You have Florida, you have Texas, you have California. You you have the Bills. The Bills have to travel to California. The Bills are going to California and Miami and Florida this year with playing the Dolphins and the Niners. Um, it, it's the thing of where where are these teams staying? Like where are these teams staying? Uh, have you taking all the precautions with the hotels and everything that they're staying at in this in these cities. Like I know, I don't know about here because I didn't read anything, but I don't know where I, I I know most of the Bills players have their own houses and everything within Buffalo. But I'm certain I'm certain some players don't li- don't. So maybe they were bunking with other players and everything. But when you're traveling to a whole nother city, you gotta stay at a hotel. Are it have these hotels been set up for teams like a week before and deep cleaned and everything? What yeah. like that's that's the question. Like that's the that's the question that I have is when you're the visiting team, 
where are you staying and what precautions have been taken for where you're staying at? And I haven't seen, I haven't seen any, any kind of reports or news or interviews about that. So, so they get routinely tested. Yeah. So if we're on the eve of tomorrow, are they going to get tested tomorrow morning? And then they're going to come out with the results. Um, Cause that's going to impact fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I small potatoes, but yeah. Um, I believe that they get tested on a third that they're getting tested on Thursday. Okay. I, 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 like I said, don't quote me on this. I don't know. And everything. Um, I believe the, the players that are playing the 53 man roster that are going to be on the sideline, they get tested Thursday. That way the results are coming back Saturday. Oh. Um, or how I believe they have rapid rapid testing too, so yeah. I think I think what it is is the NFL has adopted the same thing that college that college football has is they're testing on a Thursday, and if you test and if it comes back a false positive or whatever it may be, you get there you get retested on a Saturday and it's going to be a rapid test. Oh. So I think I don't think they're testing like Sunday morning because yeah. to test fifty three players at eight a.m. on a Sunday morning <laughs> and when game time is one p.m. That's, that's that's cutting it a little close. So I think what it is is I think they test on a Thursday and then the results are back like Friday night Saturday. And if the and if there's any issues with any certain player, they retest them. They retest them like the the night the like the day of or whatever the day it comes back false positive or whatever. And I think it's only in a false positive state. If it comes back positive, obviously they're they're not playing. But I think it if if it's only a false positive, they will retest them on Saturday and do a rapid rapid like. Uh, thing for it to get it back by Sunday morning. Not so. It, it that's what I think. Like I said, don't quote me on it. I don't know. I I just. I think we're just all learning. I, I it's. I think that I'm like I could have swore that I read it. I read it somewhere that that's what the NFL was doing. Like they're testing, they're testing people three days before the game. So if your game's on Sunday, you're getting tested Thursday. If your game's on Thursday, you're getting tested on Monday. If you're playing the Monday night game, you're getting tested on Friday. Yeah. Like they're they, they're testing you three days before because then this way it gives you enough time for the test to come back. And if there's any issues for them to retest you and put it through for put it through a rapid the rapid test so they can get the the results quicker. So that, like I said, don't quote me on it. That's, I'm just going on what I saw somewhere. Mm -hmm. But also, um, kind of off topic as far as bills is November 7th. Um, I am doing a, uh, event for, 
I'm doing an event uh, for Extra Life. Um, Extra Life is a uh, organization that does charity charity events for children's hospitals. Uh, November 7th, I will be streaming uh, on my Twitch channel for 20... At, right now, it's tentative 24 hours. I'm, I'm tentatively doing a 24-hour stream. Um, but... I will be doing a charity event to raise a thousand dollars for Oshai's Children's Hospital here in Buffalo, New York. I'll flip you the link so you can promote it on the page and everything. Um, and that I'm doing that. So hopefully between now and November seventh, you can donate. I'll, like I said, I'll give Steph the link. She can po- make this social media post and send it and send it into the Twitter the Twitterverse. The Twitter sphere. The Twitter sphere. Um, but I'm doing that. I'm I, I'm I believe I'm gonna do I'm gonna talk to one of my friends who's also doing it and I'm gonna see if we can do a full 60 minutes like uh exhibition game. His his uh he's a Chicago Bears fan. So oh. he, he him as the Bears, me as the Bills, and we do a exhibit we do an exhibition uh thing. Or I might even talk to I might even talk to the the group, the people that are doing it, and see if we can do like a three, uh, four man tournament or whatever. And the winner of the tournament, like, get gets like a get. We'll figure out that, but like between between the four of us, we can pull, we can pull and and stream at the same time and try to build up each other's donations. But we'll see. We'll we'll see what's doing that. Um, but. We are on the eve of week one. NFL football is officially back. Uh, Bill, Buffalo Bills football will be ofi- officially returning tomorrow. It, it's, it, it's it's crazy. We didn't think we were going to get to this point, uh, especially considering, especially in New York, considering where where we were uh, th- five months ago. <laughs> and we are... We are the only New York team, so yeah, 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 yeah. We are the only New York team. Take your, take your, take your nonsense. Like, oh, the Jets! No, they play in New Jersey. That's not so they New go York. By New Jersey State, yeah, with yeah regulations. The, so. They <laughs> like I've seen, I've seen people literally uh, want to like. I think so. I saw it somewhere. I can't remember where. Uh started a petition that the Jets and the Giants should re- rename themselves to the New Jersey Jets and Giants instead of New York. And I'm like, I mean, yo, you're not wrong. I'm like, you're not wrong, fam. You're not wrong. <laughs> like, I love your idea, but I don't think it's going to happen. But nonetheless, I'm just glad that the Bills don't. I'm just glad that the Bills don't have to stay in New Jersey for two straight weeks again. Like they did last year. I remember that? Oh my god! It's like, hey, week one, you're playing the Jets in New Jersey. Oh, week two, you're playing in the same stadium, but it's a different team. Hey, but Josh Allen owns that the Meadowlands. Yeah, so yeah, no, he's the king of the Meadowlands, king of New York. Oh yeah, he he's he. Also, you in that picture, man. I like. I didn't see it. The Josh Allen picture. That you have on your Twitter on your Twitter account, I didn't see it until like I saw until like yesterday. Because oh, I saw the because I saw because I saw Josh Allen post the picture of him with the mustache and everything. Yeah, and then I was like, when I mess because I didn't get your I saw your message. I didn't get to it until like la- 
last night. And then I saw that that was your like profile. And I'm like, yeah, everyone just kind of like caught on. And then the Bill's mean account caught on. And they were like, retweet, like if we get 5,000 retweets, we can, we'll change our profile, which they we did. Yeah. And they were, I think they changed it back just because <laughs> it's professional. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Um, but it was funny that they changed it. Yeah. No, and I then, saw, because I saw him post the picture of like, and I'm going, what are you doing, Josh? Why? Why are you doing these things? I know. I, I heard he's going to get rid of it, though. Uh, like, yeah, that's what I heard. I, I Like, he was just having fun. And yeah. It got out of control. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I'll, I'll probably just leave it because I'm very superstitious. So, I'm going to leave it and see. And see what happens. What happens. I'm super superstitious. Um, and I have my Stefan Diggs. I'm going to post a photo tomorrow. People were wondering about that, though. Yeah, I'm excited about yeah, um, the fact that I got it, my new jersey. So I haven't posted it yet. See, I'm kind of upset because I ordered uh I got I ordered my Tredavious White jersey and it was supposed to be oh. it was it was supposed to be here yesterday and it's not here and I'm very upset about it. Oh no. So I'm hoping I'm hoping and I'm like yeah, because yeah. I was sitting here, I'm going, all right, I need a new Bill's jersey. Because the last Bill jersey I, I I purchased was Aaron Chobel. I was like, oh. it's it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, all right, do you want to do Josh Allen? I was like, yeah, stuff on digs. I was like, kind of. I'm like, I was like, Tremaine Edmonds. I was like, you know what? If I'm going to do Tremaine Evans, I'm going to do the white jersey. I want the blue jersey. And I'm like, who can I do in blue? I'm like, you know what? They just signed me an extension. He's here for five years. I'm safe. Tredavious White. Because, well, like you said, yeah, at, like you said, how you're superstitious. Out of I and it's now and it's now proven the fact to me even more now is whenever I buy a jersey, that player that I buy the jersey for is gone from that team within two years. No. I bought but. I bought I bought two Carolina Panthers jerseys two years ago. Greg Olson and Luke Keekley. Oh. 2019 yeah, happens. Mystery. Both players are gone. Wow, that's a double whammy. Yeah. So and I'm like, I brought a when the Buffalo Sabres changed to the, the hair piece, mm. I bought a Brian Campbell jersey because he's got the A and everything. Yeah. Within two seasons, Brian Campbell was gone. So, like, and and I, and the Aaron Schobel jersey I bought, bought that. Within two seasons, Aaron Schobel retired. I'm like, I'm cursed. I'm never buying another. And then I was kind of like, I want another Bills jersey. I, I was just like, and then I was like, when, when, and I'm sitting there and I'm going, and then they 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 signed Trey Davies White to the extension. I'm like, all right, good. He's here for five years at minimum. I'm good. I'm going with Trey Davies White. I'm like, at least this way, I know I'm safe. He's staying with the team. He's not going anywhere. And I'm like, if worse comes to worse and he leaves the Bills, he's staying in Buffalo because of the the Trey White goalie academy. He's he'll become the goaltender for the Sabers. <laughs> people, people, oh. People are legit in Buffalo. Before before we wrap up, people are legitimately the net. Um, when the when NHL hockey starts again, 
um, next season. People have legitimately like reached out to the Sabres on their Twitter and said they want to see Tredavious White in goal in net for two minutes for for like a for like a two to five minute period just him playing goalie. I'm like, and then you have like the realistic Sabre fans going. That'll never happen in game. They might do it in like practice or a scrimmage. That's I'm like, yeah. I was like, yo, that's fine. I'm cool with that. I'm like, yo, Tredavious White playing goalie for five minutes and, and then like a Sabre yeah. scrimmage. I'd be happy with that because they've done the commercial. They did the, they did the commercial where he was like in the goalie equipment because the Trey White goalie Academy. Oh yeah. I saw that. And I'm like, yeah, there's been there's been Bills and Sabres fan like want a want them to do like let Trey White play goaltender for like five minutes. And I'm like, yo, let them do it in a, in a scrimmage game. That, that'd be hilarious. Like he could wear he could wear 27, like have the like half half Bills, half Sabres jersey that pe- that people have gotten created here in Buffalo. Yeah, they um. I've I've seen the last one I saw was a half Jack Eichel, half Josh Allen jersey. Uh, so you had yeah. so you had J so you had like it was like I it was like an out it was like El Eichel or El El Elkel because it was like the A L from like a hybrid it, yeah it was like A L from Josh Allen's last name and then the C H like the C H E L from Jack Eichel's name and it was like Elkel and it had the one and the nine and I'm like that's kind so of I cool done like like Josh Eichel or Jack Allen yeah it, it was just like the yeah. comment it was like the hyphen of their name the like last names I'm like that's kind of <laughs> cool but also creepy but I was like fun whatever. Yeah. All right. Whatever. So as we wrap up here, uh, your prediction, final score tomorrow. Oh my gosh. 27, uh, 14. Okay. Bills. All right. I am. Oh God. I don't know. Okay. So I ask you, I ask you this, I ask you this because. For the for the season, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a it's gonna be a friendly bet between me and you. Okay. Okay. It's gonna, it's gonna be a friendly bet. So we'll we'll you're saying twenty you're saying what, twenty seven fourteen? Let me write this down, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Bills twenty eight, Jets seventeen. Oh, okay. Okay. So win, obviously, yeah. <laughs> depending on and we'll we'll and th- this is the this is the terms of it, okay? So we we predict the score, all right? Okay. I'll tweet this out. Yeah. Know, for people. It, yeah, we'll predict the score. Yeah. Um at the so say you say I I get I said 2817. Say the final score ends up um 30 to 20, okay? What, however, however many points we're off, we'll get, we'll get just put, we're like, okay, on the side. At the end of the season, whoever has the more, the more, the more like points that they missed by, 
when we when we eventually meet up like later like later after covid's done and everything yeah the, the loser COVID. the loser buys the winner dinner okay you're on so like so I want wings. <laughs> <laughs> well of course you of course so I so mean, <laughs> so if i win so if i win buy a mess of wings <laughs> so so if i so if i win if i win i'm coming to boston if you yeah. win you got to come here <laughs> This it'll one, be a good time. That, it'll be good times regardless, but still, if I, if I win, I get to come to Boston and you get to treat me to Boston-type things. And then when you come... It'll co- be awesome. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, be awesome travel. either way. Because I've never been to Boston, so... Oh, it, it's, yeah. it's on my... It's on my... It's on my uh, bucket list. But yeah, yeah, so... So whatever the final score is, say... Like I said, I have 28-17. Say the final score is... 28-17, and then I have 27-14. I wrote it down, so yeah. I'll tweet it out. So it's so it's however it's however how so it's the combined score it's the combined score so Mm -hmm. how whatever the combined score of of the game is tomorrow we see how many point how many point how many what kind of point difference was and that's and that's what we track it by and then whoever's whoever whoever missed by less is the winner yes so and then and then we'll go from there. A little little friendly bet on the show, something something to add add incentive. What, what record do you think the Bills are going to end up with this year? I I believe the Bills are going to go eleven and five. I, I I'm optimistic with twelve and four. I don't know why. I I want I want to say twelve and four. I really I really do. Like I want to say twelve and four. I'm giving them eleven and five just because there's a couple of game. There are a couple of games that I'm very fifty fifty on. Yeah, I'm fifty. I'm absolutely fifty fifty on with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I'm fifty fifty on with the Seahawks. I'm fifty fifty on with the with the 49ers. and then like they're. Three of the five losses that they're gonna have, I'm 50-50 on. And that and that and those are the good ones is the Chief the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Seahawks, and the Niners. Um the Steelers on the Steelers game, I'm I'm like a 70-30 because it's gonna be a different this time because they're gonna have Big Ben back. And Ben Roth, I'm sorry. Uh, people could hate Big Ben Roethlisberger for off-field things. The man, can, the man has had a he's had a very good career as quarterback. He's still a very good quarterback. He know he knows how to lead a team to victory. And if Ben and if Big Ben's under center when they play the Steelers, <laughs> I'm gonna be a little worried, still, slightly, yeah. because like you're you're not gonna have Duck Hodges. Trying to throw the ball to Ju- to Juju Schuster, you're gonna have Big Ben. Okay, uh, yeah. it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a different situation. Um, and there was there was one other game that I'm kind of I'm kind of like iffy on, but I can't remember what it was. I think it was one of the NFC games. Um, oh, the Niners game. Um, no, hold on. Uh, I'm, to, I'm actually trying to think about our schedule. 
Yeah. Um, give me it's a minute. It's just crazy that it's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Like, this is actually happening. Yeah, it, it's definitely, it's definitely it's happening. Let's see. Um, all right. Uh, yes. Um, the Cardinals, the Cardinals game. Cause, cause I don't know. Yeah, it was the it was it was one of the it was the one of the other NFC West. It was either the Cardinals or the Rams. It was one of them two games. Because of the Cardinals having Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. Because the last time the Bills were on the field with DeAndre Hopkins, he did some things. He did some things. Uh. And unfortunately, unfortunately, as 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 amazing as Deshaun Watson is at quarterback, Kyler Murray's maybe not as tall. But he's a little bit fat. He's a little bit more slinky and faster. So, yeah, it, it's the Cardinals game because just just with him having DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray, like I, I think the Cardinals are going to be the Cardinals are going to be a team to watch this season. Um, the Rams, the Rams, the Rams worry me a little bit because it's still the Rams, mm. but. At the end, of, at the end of the day, it's still the Rams. Um, it's just the the Seahaw- the Chiefs, Seahawks, and Niners game are the three that I'm very like. To be honest, I, I could I could be like, yeah, the Bills are going to go thirteen and three, and their three and the three losses be the Chiefs, the Seahawks, and the Niners, and I'll be ha- and pe- people would be happy with that, whatever. But it's the thing of. I'm going 11 and five to just be safe because this way 11 and five, 11 and five gives you a division. 11 and five gives you the AFC East because I don't think the Patriots are winning more than 10. I don't think the Patriots are winning 10 games. I I think the Patriots are going to go nine and seven and they're going to get, they're going to get a wild card. They're going to get, they're going to get the wild card. Um, I think they're probably they're gonna probably end up with the second wild card. Is because right now my my AFC predictions for the playoffs, uh, the Bills in the East, mm-hmm. the Browns in the North. Mm-hmm. I have the Titans, and I have the Titans in the South, and then I have the Chiefs out west, and then your wild cards. Are going to be the it's going to be the Ravens of the Colts and the Patriots <laughs> because to be honest and our our friends at Across the Board Sports is going to lo- probably love me for saying this is I honestly believe the Browns are going to put things together this year and are going to make a run if, if because from what I've been seeing on like Sports Time Ohio and everything. And them showing the highlights of training camp. Baker Mayfield does look good from what I've seen. And if he if he does if he plays to a similar uh similar style that he did his rookie year, the Browns might the Browns might be there at the end of the season for that division. Because 
yes, Lamar Jackson was the MVP. Okay. That's great. Everybody knows about Lamar Jackson now. If you look at if you look at all the Ravens games after they played the Bills, the other teams took certain things that the Bills did to shut him down. I believe a lot of teams this season are going and and this is probably why the Ravens went out and drafted J.K. Dobbins. Is I believe a lot of teams this year that the Ravens are gonna play are gonna focus on, on Lamar Jackson and his scrambling ability, and he's gonna have to become a pocket quarterback. And it, and with that being the case, he's not very good in the pocket. He's not very accurate. Like, so the same the same thing that happened to Cam Newton, where Cam Newton was just running over guys and running past players. And the same thing that happened to Michael Vick is your scrambling style quarterbacks, their defenses are playing for it and starting to shut it down and and making them become pocket passers. I don't think Lamar Jackson can be a pocket passer. The, uh, the, uh, the off the run, the scrambling and the, the on the run throwing is his bread and butter. If he becomes a pocket pat, if if defenses lock him into the pocket, the Ravens are going to be in trouble. Unless unless J.K. Dobbins decides to just have an amazing rookie year and be able to run the ball over. But it's just yes, I'm giving the Browns the AFC North. Shoot me for it, I don't care. But that's my pick. Um. And it, and as 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 much as yeah, but I like I know you're saying the Bills are twelve and four. I'm going eleven and five. A lot of people. There's been a lot of a good number of a good pe- amount of people in the Buffalo media that have gone said along those same lines: eleven and five, twelve and four. But if the movie set, if your movie taught you anything, any given Sunday, <laughs> like any given Sunday. So, but that's going to do it for us, for Steffi. I'm Pat G. This has been Across the Bills. Thank you for listening. Check out, uh, check us out on Twitter at Across Bills. Check out of Across the Board Sports and all the great content that they produce and give you. Uh, And as always, be safe, be kind, be healthy, and see you on the flip side.